my name is Timothy Monreal, and welcome to the first ever episode of the American Educational Studies Association, ASA, Graduate Student Council podcast. The topic of episode number one is navigating the annual meeting as a grad student, with discussion aims for those preparing for their first annual meeting. We hope this topic is fitting because the annual meeting is right around the corner, running from November 7th through 11th in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. Before I introduce you to our roundtable of guests, I want to share a little information about this year's theme. The meeting theme is Dare We Build a New Global Order. The American Educational Studies Association, AESA, was founded in 1968 in the midst of major upheaval and change in the United States and across the globe. From protests against empire, war, and militarism to demands for civil rights, economic reforms, and inclusive education, it was a turbulent period that fundamentally challenged the United States' own foundations internally and internationally. The calls for social change took place in the classroom and the streets, in legal courts and popular culture, in political conventions and the Olympics. Fifty years later, we confront similar realities and advocacies within the current context of neoliberalism and cosmopolitanism. The struggles against white supremacy, heteropatriarchy, labor and class exploitation, ableism, environmental degradation, religious fundamentalism, nativism, and narrow nationalism continue to marshal individuals and collectives for a future worth fighting for. And these struggles, both in the past and present, are the radical hope and promise of a sociality and polity underpinned by equity, intersectionality, justice, and love. With that in mind, the ASA celebrates its 50th anniversary in 2018 and thinks about the next 50 years. How do we pursue and engage in intellectual, pedagogical, and political projects that envision and enact a different global order? What kind of future might we build together, and what difference might this difference make? So with that in tow, I want to introduce you all to uh, three other members who will be joining me today. All three of them are connected to the ASA Graduate Civic Council, and I'll have them introduce themselves a little bit, tell them what their research interests are and how they're connected to ASA. And I'll start first with you, Nora. Hi, Tim. Thanks. Um, I'm Nora Devlin. I am currently the um, junior graduate student representative to the Executive Council for AESA. Um, and my research is generally around issues of academic freedom and freedom of speech for faculty, especially at public universities and colleges. So I study kind of higher education and how um, we can pursue social justice and reimagine the university. As uh, Thanks cool. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And Anna, would you like to follow up Nora? Sure. My name is Anna Antunes. I just um, finished my um, PhD at the University of Utah in the Department of Education, Culture, and Society. Um, I am a, the senior graduate student representative. Um, uh, Thursday at ASA will be my last day as a graduate representative. Um, my research interest is um, immigrant students and more generally um, racialization processes that happen in schools and classrooms. All right, wonderful. And uh, Gavin, um, would you like to tell us about yourself? 
Sure. Hi, everyone in uh, the vast ether that is the podcasting world. My name is Gavin Weiser. I use Z here pronouns. Like Anna, I just finished up my PhD, but I was at the University of South Carolina in the Foundations of Education and Inquiry program. Uh, I'm a, a new faculty member at Illinois State University, uh, and my research agenda largely follows what I call critical institutional studies or a, a critique of institutions and how uh, they don't serve queer subjectivities um, and how queer subjectivities can speak back to attempt to, uh, in the theme of AESA's conference, uh, imagine a new order of institutions, if that is at all possible. Wonderful. It's so great to have uh, you three. Uh, myself, like I said, my name is Tim Monreal, and I'm at the University of South Carolina. It's my fourth year as a PhD student. Uh, generally, my research interests are the new Latino or new Latinx South, um, as well as generally teacher education and social studies education. So like I said, it's so great to have you. And I, I know for me, one of the, the reasons I thought about putting this together was uh, last year was my first ASA annual meeting, and I got so much out of it. But at the same time, I, I know that it was an experience that I, I guess I probably wasn't quite ready for. So uh, we'll start with you, Anna, and then anybody can feel free to jump in. But um, when was your first ASA conference, and, and what do you wish you knew about it uh, coming in? Um, my first ASA um, was 2013, I think, uh, in Toronto, Canada. Um, and I, I think um, what I wish I knew ahead of time, um, and it took me a while to get there, was to um, understand that all the faculty that are there, um, they really want to um, talk and engage with graduate students. Uh, and many times I went to see um, paper presentations of faculty that I was, that I, whose work I really liked, um, but I was really shy or embarrassed of going to talk to them after their um, paper presentation. I thought that maybe they didn't have the time or didn't really want to talk to me. Um, and I feel like I lost um, a lot of opportunities to network and to um, get to know more deeply um, people that I really admire um, because I felt like I was going to be bugging them. And I feel like ASA is such a, a small conference that people really appreciate you um, coming to talk to them after they present a paper. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. And, and like I said, last year is my first year. I did notice um, really how, how much of a community it is. And um, people are there to collaborate with you, and um, they really respect your presence there. Um, does anybody else have anything to add? Um, kind of speaking to what they wish they knew going into their first annual meeting. Um, I think go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I totally agree with Anna's assessment, um, and I was quite embarrassed to talk to folks, but not just at the, not maybe not embarrassed, but intimidated there. You know, I remember there was someone that's in tech cited uh, someone in a session, and they're like, oh, and so-so's here, and that's a, they were a pretty big name, and I was like, oh my god, I'm in the same room with so-and-so. Um, uh, but, you know, with, that shouldn't stop folks from talking to individuals, and 
not just within the sessions, but in the hallways. It is a small conference. And as someone who has been to largely very overwhelmingly massive conferences, ASA is really it's smaller than I thought it was, uh, but not in a bad way. It's, it's, it's a very much a community. And so I made connections with folks at ASA, what I call my ASA fam, uh, that has helped me to navigate other spaces, uh, other conferences, um, and people that I, I deeply care for and truly respect and also genuinely like. And so making those connections both academically uh, in those paper sessions, but in the hallways, just personally getting to know the human behind the paper. I just want to jump in too on that. I think going to the idea of intimidation, I was actually quite lucky that I, I, when I went to my first AESA, which was in 2016 in um, Seattle, I didn't know anyone and it was all the way across the country. I'm at Rutgers, so New Jersey to Washington. And um, the person who had recommended me, the conference to me didn't actually know anyone in AESA anymore. They'd been involved like 30 years ago. But I contacted another one of my faculty members and sent them the program, and they went through and told me the people they knew and then introduced me over email. And that was amazingly helpful, and it's a totally reasonable ask to go to your advisor or someone else you know on your um, committee or in your department to say, hey, do you know any of these people, and would you mind giving me a quick introduction over email? Because it can make a huge difference just to have someone else know your name. It it kind of reduces the intimidation factor a little bit. Yeah, I I really like that that, that suggestion, um, Nora, um, because especially um, if you have an advisor or somebody else that you know going in, perhaps they can invite you out to a coffee with somebody or they can kind of let you get to know other people at the conference and less le- you know lower leverage situations i guess in which you already feel welcomed and part of part of the group so i love that suggestion yeah one other thing that i was thinking of is that because it is a small conference um it's actually a small conference but it feels especially smaller because of how many sessions there are like people are kind of spread out into the sessions and so there aren't that many people in the sessions Um, and so you really get to like talk to people during the session and after the session about those sessions Um, and if you're the kind of person who feels intimidated by how many people are in the room when you present um, this is a really good conference for you (laughs) yeah totally great point Nora Another thing that I wish I knew um, going into was about the volunteering opportunity. Um, I, Like I said, I've been going to ASA for a really long time, and I didn't know I could volunteer as a grad student um, to be reimbursed for my, for my registration until last year, which um, I went for, I was there for three to four years before I, I realized that I could um, that I could be volunteering uh, and helping out, meeting people, but also um, not spending as much money as I do for, to, for other conferences. Yeah, that was a really good point, Anna. I volunteered last year at my first ASA uh, conference um, to make connections. 
Um, and that's how I got connected with a lot of other graduate students and, and some, um, some faculty as well. And so even if I would say I was fortunate in that I was uh, full time, I was employed full time during my doc program. And so I was able to get some funding to go. Um, and so I didn't actually benefit and didn't take the reduced registration, but I did it because I thought it would be a really great avenue to meet, to meet uh, people. Um, so even if you don't necessarily need um, the funding or reduced uh, rates, I think it's still a really great opportunity for folks to get engaged. Great, wonderful. Um, I know we kind of talked about the conference in general and what we wished we knew going in, but why don't we be a little bit more specific? And I know many of us have been working hard to make sure that this particular annual meeting is a great conference for the graduate students out there. So what would you all recommend specifically at, in Greenville that a graduate student could do to make the best use of their time and to have a great conference? Um, so, you know, if you want to highlight any sessions that you know are fantastic or any events that the graduate uh, students are putting on, uh, this would be a great time to kind of jump in and share that with us. Uh, attend the business meeting. Um, I think that's really important um, to know what the Graduate Student Council has been working on for the last year and to find out how you can get involved and how you can uh, be a part of of planning the conference, but also planning other things like this podcast for um, graduate students who are members of um, ASA. Um, graduate students are a huge um, percentage of ASA. Um, so we, we, I feel like the conference really respects and, and appreciates graduate students. Uh, and I think that it's a great, a great place to like to be involved. Uh, another session that might be of interest for some of you advanced uh, doc students uh, is a session that Anna and I are putting on about how to navigate a roundtable and navigating the job search process and um, what that could look like and different strategies uh, for doing interviews, doing campus visits, job talks, and all of that. And so that might be a really uh, of interest to folks who are beginning to think about that process. Uh, so make sure to check that out. And in that, in a similar vein, if you're not yet on the job market, but you're kind of where you are, but you're thinking about what the future holds for foundations, um, we're going to also have a, a session on the future of Foundations of Education and what that looks like, which Tim is organizing. And um, we hope you'll attend that too. Yeah, and, and just to jump off what all of you are saying, um, you know, early on we were talking about how important it is to meet, uh, you know, faculty or people's work or people whose work that you respect or that you've learned a lot from, but I also just want to underline how important it is to meet fellow graduate students or, or similar people, um, you know, that are, are fresh out of grad school, um, because these are really the folks that you might write with in the future. It's the folks whose, you know, career trajectory that you are following. And I know for me, that was, that has been, you know, one of the most important things um, was to get involved with the grad students. And it really opens up a lot of doors. But at the same time, you just, you just have people going through some of the same things that you are. And it's great to kind of meet those people from around the country 
And so I, I can't stress enough to take advantage of these graduate events that, that, that we all have outlined um, and, and to really just jump right in. And we're all in very similar spaces, and I think it's a very safe and communal space. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to, to follow off of that, I think, as well, is that um, the notion of meeting people to write with, I've done personally, I've written something with all of you on this call. Um, and so ASA has been a really great place to meet folks where we might be able to collaborate on a project and help support one another and help one another become better writers um, and think about things from different perspectives because we're also coming from different academic disciplines, different institutional types and different institutions. And so it really strengthens um, your our own work, I would say. I know that I've learned something from all of you. Yeah, and I, I just want to go off of that as well. Like one of the things that's really great about AESA compared to a lot of the other educational conferences I've been to is um, the diversity of kind of perspectives, especially in terms of careers, right? Like there are people who are um, teachers, K-12 teachers. There are people who are graduate students full-time and people who are graduate students and also working full-time either at the university or at a school or in some other vein. Um, There are people who are full-time faculty. There are people who are adjunct faculty but are also teachers. There, I mean, there are uh, administrators, all kinds of different perspectives being kind of brought into the room. And I think that's a real, and because it's small, you get to hear from all of these different perspectives, which is great. Um, and I, I think some of the, um, it's, some of the presidential sessions outlined for the conference too are going to be, um, really fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I know I, so Lee Patel is going to be speaking uh, in one of the presidential sessions, and I'm really excited to hear her speak. Um, Another thing, too, is um, attend the general business meeting, the ASA business meeting on on Sunday if you're there. I feel like I've learned a lot about um, how the organization works or and and other issues in the field by being at the general ASA business meeting um, and look for uh, the book sale on Sunday, which is great for graduate students as well. (laughs) Although my partner said that if I come home um, from conferences with more books that I'm going to have to find, you know, a new place to live. So, you know, that's going to be one of the issues that I have. (laughs) I'm I'm a book addict too, so I I get it. I just want to clarify on the book sale because I didn't know what it was the first year that I went. So this is something I wish I had known. The book sale is every book that's in the book display is kind of shuffled up. Grad students are let in first and every book is $5. Am I right, y'all? That's right. Yes, and it's on Sunday at noon. Yes, so... Yeah. I also say that, you know, we've kind of talked about this notion of making connections and friends. And I would say, like, I go as far as saying, you know, at least four people there now. Um, all four of us are going to be there. Um, and so if you see us, I, I would I can say at least for me, like, if you come up and be like, hey, Gavin, I heard you on the podcast. I'm, I'm going to be like, whoa, really? That's awesome. 
Um, yeah. And so, you know, come and say hello to us. Um, I know, Definitely. You know, I'd be happy to introduce you around the folks that I know, at least the three of the people on this podcast, as well as the other folks that I might know that are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I'll make sure that um, all of our email addresses and Twitter handles uh, are uploaded along with the, wherever this finally ends up. So um, I definitely want to second what Gavin said. And um, also, Nora, do you want to kind of plug um, the ASA social media accounts too, if you want to kind of connect with folks before you venture into South Carolina? Yeah, absolutely. So we are pretty pretty well represented on social media. We have Facebook and Twitter. That's pretty good these days. Um, and uh, we're pretty um, pretty good at keeping up with both Twitter and Facebook. So the AESA grad student it uh, for that's at AESA grad student is our Twitter handle. And on Facebook, we are um, a group the AESA Graduate Student Coalition. If you search that, um, you can request to become a member and one of us will approve you. Um, And so we post a lot of things in there. And then also make sure you follow the AESA page as well. So if you search American Educational Studies Association on Facebook, that'll get you. And the AESA Twitter handle is at AESA Talk. Wonderful. Well, I know one of the goals was to kind of keep it short and sweet um, so that people could kind of quickly learn uh, on maybe a run or something like that. But does anybody have any closing words they'd like to say or are you pretty good with with where we're at? Welcome to the family. (laughs) (laughs) And and have fun. Yeah. Because ASA is a super fun um, awesome environment to be in so enjoy yeah absolutely and i think it'll be kind of neat that not only is asa a pretty small and close conference but it's going to be in a pretty small and and (laughs) pretty small city this year too so i think that will add another layer to it but i wanted to thank uh, all of you for everything that you do for the grad students here at asa and also for taking the time to hopefully make somebody's conference a little bit easier and a little bit more productive. So I know we all have busy schedules, but I also just wanted to say thank you as well. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Awesome. Well, like, like Gavin had said, please reach out to any of us when you see us in Greenville. And we're going to kind of see what happens with this podcast. But I do think that we are going to hopefully record some things from the conference and make this a little bit more regular occurrence. So once again, thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of the Graduate Student Council podcast from the Educational Studies Association. Uh, once again, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you.